Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of On the House. Today, we're going to just really walk through, or I'm really just going to talk you through one of our IPDs, one of our investment property descriptions or pro forma that, uh, you know, that most people call it, but we've talked in the past about how we like to be different and we call it an IPD. Now, I chose one particular property. We currently have this available, but by the time this airs, it might not be. Just wanted to still take one particular property and kind of walk you through, hey, this this is how we acquired this property. This is what we're doing to this property. And this is what the numbers look like. And there is also a link in the show notes to this particular property's IPD. So if you just happen to be listening and want to pull it up and follow along, that would be great. This property is 920 8th Avenue, Pleasant Grove, Alabama, 35127. Now, just a couple of things on this little sub market in the Birmingham area. It is a very, very big market for us. We target this market uh, pretty heavily. The property taxes are actually a little higher in this area than they are in the majority of our other markets. However, rents are higher. Our eviction rate is lower in this particular area. So this is it. The school zones are great. Uh, This area where Corinth Construction, our new construction company, actually started building homes. This is kind of where we we dipped our toe in in the new construction world. So this particular sub-market of Birmingham is a great little area. Now, this particular property, we actually purchased off the courthouse steps. This property was in foreclosure. And we've recently, as of just this year, 2023, around February, began being able to get back out there and target foreclosures. As you guys know, there was the eviction moratorium and then the foreclosure moratorium on uh, throughout COVID. And a lot of banks are just now getting back comfortable with sending properties to the foreclosure through the foreclosure process. And again, let me just state, uh, we say this a lot when we're talking about evictions. This is never something that we're excited about having a property go through foreclosure. However, we we are very excited about targeting good properties that will provide good rental homes for families and and good cash flowing investments for our investors. That's what we get excited about, not necessarily the property going through foreclosure. So this property, um, we are going to talk uh, just basic property characteristics. It's four bedrooms, two bathrooms. It's got a one-car garage. This property was built in 1972. And it sits on a pretty decent lot. It's about a half an acre. Now, this house is huge. Our average square foot for our properties is right at uh, 1450. And this particular property is 2196 square feet. So a very, very big house. Uh, this basement 
It's got a finished basement and we should have this property completed through renovation around the end of June. Now, one fun fact, and I think it's fun, it may not be that fun, but when we're assessing properties through foreclosure, it's really difficult to get in there and really break down all of the things that need to be done to the this uh, to the properties. So when we're looking at the property before we purchase it, a lot of times we only have about an hour to decide whether or not we're going to go for this house. So it, it does make it a little bit more challenging to identify all of the repairs needed. That is why, hey, you know, we, we talked about we get the home inspections before we close it. Well, if it is a foreclosure right after we've purchased the property, we send our home inspector out there. Hey, what, what did we miss? Uh, what, what else do we need to add to our renovation budget? So this particular house was in great shape and uh, our home inspection came back great. Our sewer scope came back uh, very clean. No, no intrusions, no breaks. And, and that's really important because, you know, the, those are costly repairs that we're trying to prevent in the event that they do happen further down the line. We try to catch that as early as possible. The renovation for this particular property is just going to feature new flooring, paint, our standard granite countertops. We are going to go in there and paint the kitchen cabinets. We are putting a new roof and a new um, HVAC unit on this house. This house, since the, given the size, it is going to require two HVAC units. This particular roof, we talked a lot about putting 10 roofs on the houses, but given just the sheer size of this house, we are putting the 30-year uh, shingle roof on this particular property. This house is a pretty pretty standard ranch style house. It's about a third brick and it, it's very adorable. But the 2,200 square feet that we talked about, it is extremely long. And for those who may not be aware, or may be living in a cave or a rock, know that construction costs have gone through the roof here lately. And so the reason why we've opted to put a shingle roof on this particular property is just to ensure that we're able to, to purchase these, these particular great homes to provide to our investors. And this is an, an ideal home for any any investor, any tenant. We're going to have a family move into this property very quickly and, and stay. So in order to, to make ensure that we're able to get the returns for our investors and we don't have to charge even more, we opted for the shingle roof because it's about a $10,000 difference. So if we can save that, if we can still put a 30-year roof, shingle roof on our particular properties, just to ensure that our investors get that desired rate of return, then, hey, we're, we're willing to, to make those, those changes on individual property basis. It's not ideal, but we still want to make sure that we're supplying a new roof. Talking a little bit about the property calculations, uh, and, and I know we've talked about this before, but this is one particular property. And so I've got our purchase price on here. And then we have our rent range. And then we also have a what we call the must rent. And so that is what we use on our calculations. It's the rent used in calculations, must rent. For the rent used in calculations, we call it our must rent. And this is the rent that we're going to use to project out your overall rate of return, whether you're purchasing with uh, leveraged 
or you're purchasing cash, this is the number that we're going to use to calculate those projected returns. The purchase price of this particular house is going to be $191,000. The rent range is... But it, we've got it at sixteen thirty-five to seventeen thirty-five. We like to give that hundred-dollar range just to ensure. But the rent used, this is the number that we say. Hey, we know that we're going to be able to rent this particular property for this amount, and that's at sixteen eighty-five, and right smack in the middle of that rent range. Now, this particular rent, you know, for this area, we have a lot of new construction homes that are rentals for this for this area and their rent is in the 17 to 1800 and they're nowhere near this size. So we honestly think that we could push this rent a little bit more, but as I've talked about before, we're not doing that on our investment property descriptions. We're not pushing the rent. What we'll do is push it when we hit the market. And the goal would be to get that 1735 and make these numbers even better, but we're not going to do that on this particular sheet if we're not 100% confident that it will rent for that. So we're still going to push it. Uh, now, like I said, you've got your annual taxes and annual insurance calculated in the investment property description, and Pleasant Grove is a little bit higher. Most of our property taxes range from 900 to 1300. And the property taxes for this house, we're projecting, again, we don't have any firm numbers, but we're projecting around $3,000. So that's, that's substantially higher than our normal. Uh, average, our annual insurance, we've got almost $900 and we send this to State Farm. So it's, they've quoted this particular property, uh, annual insurance at 173 or I mean sorry 873 dollars so we didn't guess at that we sent this property to them and they sent it back saying hey this is what we would quote to to insure this particular house and we do that for every single property because we want to make sure that we're we're getting as firm and as close accurate numbers when we're projecting out your future rate of return our annual net income, if you were to purchase this particular property with cash, we factored in our, you know, taxes, insurance, and our property management fee at 9%. But if you are a current investor of ours, you have multiple properties, you know that that goes down. Uh, we've projected our annual net income cash at right at $15,000, And then our annual net income, if you were to finance this property. So you're only 20% down. You're only paying 20% of the $191,000 is $3,868. Now on our investment property descriptions, we show our, our rate of return for cash, rate of return for if you finance the property. And then we also show, hey, what our capital appreciation is going to be. And appreciation for Pleasant Grove it is a good bit higher than it is for all of our other areas. Like I said, you're you're paying for higher for the property taxes, but it is going to appreciate at about 8%. Our rate of return, if you were to purchase with cash for the first year, is right at 7.66%. But we also break it down to show you, hey, on your fifth year, because while we're not showing the appreciation as part of the return, it is going to be part of the return. So your property is going to appreciate 
and you're going to continue to pay down your, your mortgage, your debt, or your tenant will. So on the fifth year, and as that rent goes up, we're projecting an 8.62% rate of return if you were to purchase this particular property with cash. And then once you hit the 15-year mark, you're looking at an 11.58% rate of return. I mean, that, that this, is, this is why real estate is, is amazing. This is why all of the rich have real estate. It's not for the here. It's not for the now. It's not for the one year, the two year, the three year. They're looking at the 15-year almost 12% rate of return. I mean, it's, it's just, that's just phenomenal. Uh, now, if you were to purchase this property with cash, now it does help your rate of return be a little bit higher because you're only out of pocket that 20% while your tenant continues to, to pay off your mortgage. So you get a higher return if you do finance the property. So your first year, we're looking at a 10.13% uh, ROI, once you get to the five year, we do the same calculation for finance properties. You're at 15%. And then you get to the 15 years, you're at 30%, a 30% return on just the 20% that you spent to buy this house 15 years prior. You're at a 30% return. I'm just, it's just amazing. I love this stuff. Um, and your your capital appreciation. So none of those returns actually factor in your capital appreciation because we want to sell appreciation as the cherry on top. It's the extra. There's so many other benefits to real estate outside of the appreciation because it can't guarantee we go in a recession, the market could crash. Now it always ticks back up. We all know this. However, it's not something that we want to stamp and say, we know that this is going to happen. But it is something that's commonly known that your house will continue to gain and grow in value. And the 10-year, you're looking at almost 26000 in appreciation. On the 20-year, you're looking at this particular property having about $71,000 in appreciation after 20 years. And then the 30-year, we're almost at double at 152000 Based on historical data of the appreciation for this particular area, not Birmingham, not Alabama, this area of Pleasant Grove, Alabama, this is what you're projected at the 30-year mark for your capital appreciation. And as you guys know, you sell this property in 30 years, that would be the money in your pocket, of course, after your capital gains tax, unless you do a 1031 exchange. Now, um, on our, uh, sorry, I, I, I could talk for a really long time about the, the future returns of real estate. It just, they're just phenomenal. I experience it myself. I've purchased properties 10 years ago when Spartan first started in my personal rental portfolio and have seen all of this come to fruition and not holding it for a year, not getting upset uh, when I get that that first maintenance bill or I get that tenant that doesn't pay and I've got to evict them. It's like, hey, it's on to the next. This is the long term. And I see that and I experience that personally. And so it just it's very exciting to to talk about and talk through the one particular property that could do that for some of our investors. And now on the second page of our um, investment property description, we we dive a little bit more into the nitty gritty 
numbers. And if you're a numbers person, well, then the second page is for you because we detail out, hey, if there's um, if there's any property main or I'm sorry, if there's any maintenance expenses, vacancy. So vacancy, we calculate about 4% on this, this second page. Now, our particular property management uh, company, we're at about 97% occupancy. So you could change that to 3%, but industry standard is four. Our maintenance expense, we're projecting 5%. That's industry standard. However, right now we're at about a 4.13 maintenance ratio. So again, we're, we're kind of doing industry standards where our numbers are a little bit better than that, but we want to make sure we're setting the right expectation. So we've got a vacancy rate in here, 4% maintenance expense at five. And, and then if there's any additional things like HOA and then what you're going to spend in your property management costs, your rent appreciation, really just it flows in, throws in all of the numbers. So you can look at the 30-year principal reduction per year. You can see what your annual return is on year 16, year 22, year 5 four, et cetera. So you can really get into the nitty gritty on the second page of our investment property description. Again, so if you're a numbers person, hey, this this is this is where this is where you're gonna love it. And that's a wrap on this particular property at 9208th Avenue in Pleasant Grove, Alabama. Now, if this property is still available, again, uh, our properties tend to go under contract within the first week or two that that we put them on our website. So if this property is available, then uh, jump on our website, SpartanInvest.com, go to our available inventory, go on there and you can do a reserve now or you can click on that to review the IPD as well, look at updated pictures of this particular property. Uh, and and then again, if the property is already reserved, then you can check out the investment property description in the show notes of this episode. And we're going to showcase other properties in future episodes. I'm going to have Maureen McCann, Danny Cole back on here to talk about our investment property description, why it's such a useful tool when they're showcasing the properties and what investors ask, what investors want to know, what other numbers do they want to talk about when they review a potential uh, rental property from Spartan. Hope you enjoyed this episode and that's on the house with Spartan Invest. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at spartaninvest.com. Until next time, this is on the house with Spartan. Spartan.